Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story, Dark Dice a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is not what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. The bigger fight against the invading force means very little when compared to feeding a family. And within Tauri's village, they're just continuing to survive as the world puts together its defense against the blissful eclipse. But the gods themselves are seen fit to place this hunter from a quiet village amongst the fighters of Kino Initiative Task Force 10. And with the new companion in our fight, we had best learn why she is also headed to the Forge of the Wild. Why is Tauri headed to the Forge? Who is her rabbit's companion? And will Tauri be able to hold her own amongst trained soldiers? I guess you're about to find out. Welcome to Tauri's Backstory for the Lucky Die in Kino. We find ourselves in a small village called Feargar's Haven. It's a small, tiny village with tabaxi as its main occupants. It's mostly inside of a forest in the south of Kino. There's bits and pieces nearby. There are mountains. There's the desert to the north. The thing that the occupants here mostly watch out for is the rend. There's a rend nearby and it links to Bellum. There are creatures that come through from Bellum that possess wildlife, people, if they're unlucky. But the occupants of this town know better. They know to avoid the creatures that lurk in the forest. But that's really not what we're focusing on today. The village is small, made of, well, anything they can find. Some are made of wood, some are made from rocks that they've managed to haul from down the mountain. It's small, life is a bit difficult here, but the occupants are mostly happy. We go just outside of the village, into the forest, and we find ourselves upon a ranger. A ranger is hard at work trying to provide for the village. Their role is important. Survival of their village kind of depends on them. So, Kessie, what does Tori look like? So Tauri is a, sorry, Tauri, I pronounce it a little bit differently. I pronounce Tauri, Tauri, Tauri. Tauri? Yeah. 
I will <laughs> eventually get this right. Eventually. Or I might like not, and a, I'll be stuck a, like Ralph forever. With, <laughs> with an uh, elevated re, like an um, accent at the E. Tauri. Okay. Tauri. Okay. Yes, Tauri. Um, she's a six foot tall tabaxi. She's uh, lean and muscular. Uh, she has the features of a mountain lion in the face and with some hints of bobcat at the edges and uh, like with some stripes at the edge of her face. Um, some hints of sideburns of the bobcat, but mostly short fur of the mountain lion. Um, her fur is mostly brown with almost imperceptible uh, streaks of gray. And she wears mostly uh, leather and crudely uh, tanned, no, not tanned, what's the word? Um, No, cured, crudely cured uh, leather uh, um, garments. Right now, Tauri is hunting game. For context of when we are in this world, today is day 36. The thing hasn't happened yet, but it will soon. Not that Tauri knows this. But you still see parts of the undergrowth that haven't quite recovered from the blood rain. You can still see how it has stained some of the trees, some of the ground. But that's getting washed away by the rain now, like the normal rain. It's fine. It's not going to be there forever, is it? I mean, who would think something like that would ever happen again? Washed her out in the forest. I need you to roll a perception check for me, please. Perception. Perception. Um, wait, per, per, per perception. Oh, over there. Perception. 16. Oh, nice. Starting off strong. <laughs> On a 16, as you're at the edge of the forest, a little bit further away from the town than most other rangers or hunters from your village would normally go out to. You see out in the distance the movement of many people. You don't know who or what, but there are a lot of creatures making their way towards the forest. You can see by the sand that is being kicked up as they move. There's something coming towards where you are, towards the village itself, and they are moving with purpose. What do you want to do? Am I aware of anything that will, like, that we are expecting any tribes in our vicinity to uh, come our way? Or do I know anything uh, like that? You're not expecting them. Okay. I mean, trade, um, trade caravans do come by fairly often. Mm. Um, you'll often have, like, leftover wares, um, you know, hides, etc. Uh, whatever you manage to grow here. Um, sometimes you have things to trade and sometimes, you know, caravans will come this way, but they don't appear to be moving in that slow manner that animals laden down with goods would be. Um, they seem to be traveling light and traveling quickly. You aren't expecting anyone. Does it look like it's an, like they're running or like fleeing for some, from something or? Um, hmm. I'll gonna, I'm going to ask for a survival check on this one. Um, like those movements would be kind of very specific. Seven. No. What the hell? Ooh. Uh If it has a red box yeah. around it, it means it is a critical fail. No. Not that we do critical fails <laughs> in this world. We just do critical success. And I'm like, yeah, fuck it. You have it. Or mm. uh, sure. Um, yeah. So you just have a seven. I guess I don't see anything of significance. Yeah. You can't work out whether they're fleeing or whether they're hunting. Um, you are aware that Yuan-Ti do operate at the edge of the village here and have sometimes been a nuisance to generations past. You've heard the stories, um, survival stories from great-grandparents, grandparents, etc. Um, but in they've not attacked for a while. Can I tell if these are Yuan-Ti? Um... I'm going to say on your mixture of 16 perception and 7 survival, probably not. You just know that there are people coming. Um, in that case, I want to get up on a tree and uh, wait for them to get, like, uh, so they cannot see me and uh, wait for them to get close enough so I can make a better uh, assessment of the situation. Oh, that's a, that's a great idea. Uh, hmm. So I believe as a, a tabaxi, you have like really good climb. I do have a yeah, high, you have a high climb acrobatics. speed of 30. Oh, okay. 
Um, so not every uh, not every player character has a climb speed, so oh, they okay. have to make a variety of checks and stuff. You're a tabaxi, you have that claw thing going on. So mm. for you getting up these trees, being like the ranger hunter in in your village, um, like it's it's pretty quick for you to get up there. Um, as you climb up and you manage to hide yourself amongst the leaves of the the trees nearby, you see them getting closer. And as you do the descriptions that you've heard from the survivor stories, this is a mixture of UNT and a type of creature you don't recognize. They're small, they're probably about three, three and a half feet tall at the most. And although the description, the height, maybe they're gnomes, maybe maybe they're goblins, but their skin and their ear tones don't match. And they have a kind of more from, yeah, they have a more like elven looking face. Their ears are slightly pointed, Mm -hmm. Um, but they are definitely not from Kino. And this is a large uh, um, uh, group of people, right? Yeah. In that case, there's there's something like 20 odd people coming through. Um, As they're getting closer, you notice that these descriptions that you would recognize to be UNT. Some of them are carrying bows, some of them are carrying heavy clubs, some of them are carrying swords. Some of the So they're prepared for war the smaller for ones. Battle. Yeah. And the smaller ones are similarly attired. Okay. Just the simple fact that there's UNT and we've had wars with them before. Uh yeah. Uh Tauri is gonna uh hmm. I don't know if I, if I want to jump through the trees to get back or jump on the floor and then go back. I think probably on the on the ground and uh, uh, like dash back to the village to warn the yeah. others would be better. <laughs> yeah, your speed would be much faster oh, yeah. on the ground than okay. it would be jumping from tree to tree. Yeah, okay. Then I'm going to try that. Okay. Because I, alone, begin... I won't be able to do anything here. Correct. That. Well, you could try, but no. um, it's 20v1, so... <laughs> <laughs> Those are odds not even I would take, you know, I play pretty riskily. As you rush back through the forest and through the trees, you can hear them entering the forest proper behind you. Are you trying to sneak your way back to the village or are you just flat out running? Um, I will try to sneak as far away so I know it's safe and then I will run. Like once I'm, I don't see them anymore behind me. I will. Okay. Um, dash can I get back. you to roll a stealth check for yep. me? Yep. So that I can uh, see whether they spot you. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, Cassie. No. I died. We End started of the story. out so Bye. strong. <laughs> what it is, it is the curse transferring. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm the next victim. <laughs> Roll 20 is angry that I am allowing Arch to roll all of his saves with real dice. Oh, that no. it has now come upon us that everybody else must suffer no. until we return Arch in full form to the roll 20. <laughs> so what did you get on the stealth check? An eight. And that was also a natural one. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Um, they rolled higher than that on the dice without any of their additionals. Oh, no. They spot you off in the distance and you hear them shouting and calling in a language that you don't recognise. En masse, they seem to keep pace with you unless you start dashing, which you would do. You've been found out, you've been spotted and running as hard as you can. You can feel like the catching of the breath in your chest. You are heaving and sweat is just pouring down you as you make your way back to the village. Uh, I think I would... The village you can see. I would try to... Uh, like If I if I notice that I fucked up, I would try to uh, run away from... Like, uh, sideways to the village to guide them in a different direction in the hopes that they will follow me, maybe in the mountains. Oh, and then that's take, super a, smart. take a uh, dash toward the mo- like once I'm <laughs> try to outrun them. Uh, okay, yeah. I think this is a very cool idea. Um, so you veer off to one side, slightly away from the village, so that you can get yourself time hidden and all that good stuff. I think they for rush a while around, I, they follow you. Yeah, for a while I will try to like I will deliberately slow down a little and make sure that they are following me. Yeah. So in case they think that I'm running towards the village, they uh, I can lead them astray a little bit. 
Yeah, no, that is absolutely doable. Okay. Um, they've spotted you and they're just chasing down behind you. And as you go off in a one, you know, an odd direction, looking back, slowing down that odd step to see if they're still following you to make them follow you, they do indeed. And it takes you some time, but you do manage to get yourself far enough out, yourself hidden enough that you can veer back towards the village quickly. You hear them stop as you just hound your way back to the village. And as you get closer to the village, you hear them again off in the distance. They seem to have picked up where you've gone and are beginning to follow you again. No. But you have brought time for your village. But no one can warn them. No! <laughs> Why was that you can warn them here? now. <laughs> okay. I was going to have them and you appear at the same time, so this is bloody great. Do it. <laughs> you arrive at your village. You can see that people are beginning to move around at this time of day. You can see this, the couple of small houses that have been built. You can see where the children are playing together or being taught how to use sword and shield or how to build or how to be a blacksmith. You see all of this going on, everyday village life just in front of you when you hear the hounds of a UNT and Unkino race following you. Oh, no. What do you want to do? Um... Do we have some kind of chief system or something? Like someone who's in charge of the village? Um, yeah, but it's kind of kind of more informal. Yeah, um, okay. So the, the village kind of runs on, not exactly a council, but the people who are good at stuff will be like, yeah, we should probably do that. And that's the person you go to about it. Council of and elders. And if there is a... Yeah, yeah, it's kind of more like an elder system, but almost everybody's an elder apart from the children, so... <laughs> Um, like as soon as I enter the village and if, when I see uh, like children I'm gonna shout to them you have to you have to get uh, to the, get to the center of the village now there's UNT uh, coming oh oh okay there's UNT coming they're coming and Round the up children take up the children take up the scream and the cry and the adults all come rushing out and look around and they see you exhausted having arrived at the edge of the village the children are congregating in the set in this very center the adults are joining them very quickly and within a couple of minutes every single person you know within the village is here in the center yay um your two kits yeah we're going with kits right yeah so I'm going to screw up the pronunciation and I think you're going to correct me. <laughs> Liel and Lioc. Liel. Yes. And Lioc. Yes. Okay. As you rush more into the centre of the village and everybody around you, Liel and Lioc, your kids, rush over to you and like wrap their arms around your hands. Like they're small and scared and they don't know what's going on. Oh no. What do you want to do? <sighs> Mama? Get... <laughs> Do, um, do we have some kind of like uh, a big uh, gathering hall or something where we can round up uh, the kids in maybe? Or like a cave? I don't the, know, something like that. <laughs> like there must be a safe uh, spot. Like, <laughs> the, the kind of the biggest, like safest spot would probably be the blacksmiths. Um, like it okay. has the forge in there, so it would keep them warm. Yeah. The place is pretty big. Uh, a lot of people work in and out of here. It's kind of another one of those like staples of the village, like that, along with the bakery. Um, yeah. Well, I don't want them to hide in the bakery. <laughs> <laughs> Get fat from eating all that bread. Yeah. <laughs> uh. I will try to look around. Maybe there's a. Um, I, I assume I know everyone in the village, so I will probably know. Absolutely, yeah. Um, either like some elders or some um, some uh, injured person who cannot fight, and I will try to tell them take take all the kids and, and bring them to the forge. You have to keep them safe. I I, I will. Come on, come on, kids, come on. Let, 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 let them deal with it. Come on. And she kind of like wraps her arms around almost all of them and like all pulls the them away. She, <laughs> like, you know, it's that kind of like she puts her arms around some of them and just like wedges them in front of her. Um, it takes some convincing for Liel and Lioc to let go of you, but they also do go with her and the rest of the children to the forge. There are a couple of the... Um, um, less combat heavy ones like the ones that would be absolutely useless in a fight they yeah. know that themselves and they go to the forge mm -hmm. they pick up whatever you can hear them picking up whatever they can to defend the children should it come to it 
But the others, the blacksmith, for example, the baker, the ones who have that kind of strength, who are able to stand next to you, hold out their weapons, they grab what they can. I saw maybe then, 20 of them in the, in the forest. I led them astray. We have some time, but I think they picked my, up my trail. They're, they're coming after me, I think, after us. What, what, what do you want to do? I don't know. I mean, we have to. If they're following you, they've got your track, they've got your scent, we could just use you as bait or we could hide you and then ambush them. Let's make a, make a group. Some of us go into the forest and lead them astray. The rest of you defend the, 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 the kids and the, those that cannot fight. Okay, okay. And you see some of the kind of uh, younger teens, um, they kind of like pick up what they can and they rush off towards the forest. And as they hit the edge, as that group go off to try and draw them away, what, you see them me? coming through the tree line. You can go with them if you wish. <laughs> yeah, no, because they said uh, with my scent and stuff, they're already following me. I was hoping to make a, yep. dis- um, d- what's it called? A dis- decoy group. <laughs> <laughs> team decoy and yes. team attack. Yes. Um, <laughs> team attack take their positions near to where you originally came through the town. You point them out quickly. They hide in doorways. They hide up upon the roof. They're ones that can climb very, very quickly. Those of them are slightly bulkier frames. They just hide at the edge of the building, just waiting for the moment that they can jump upon whomever comes in and make this narrow pathway between some of these buildings that you have probably helped construct in some way or another. Make that into as best of a killing channel as they can. But you can already tell, looking around, even as you run off with the younger ones, the ones that are as fast as you are, that the numbers coming are much, much bigger than the small groups that you have here. Oh, no. I need you to take a deception check for me, please. Deception. As you rush off to the side and try and get them to follow you, and as the younglings try to get them to follow you too. Non-natural 20. Nice. See, this is better. (laughs) As you rush off to the side... Is there anything you want to say or shout at them to get them to follow you? Or are you just going to be like, hello? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are they already at the village? They've hit the edge of the village. As you make your way to try and draw them off through the forest and maybe backtrack a little bit, they're already at the edge of the forest. They're already coming. Oh, so so mm, they already see the prize I see, uh, before them. I'm pretty sure they came across <laughs> the village. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> Um, in that case yeah kind of as you get to the edge there like they've just hit the edge of the village um, is this uh, village actually surrounded by a fe- not a fence a wall or something or is it like open open space so the village itself because of the ever present threats because of the chances mm. of celestials and demons that come through the various wrens in the air the various portals to the other planes mm. there is always a chance that you could be attacked and having a wall is the minimum defence for any village or town or anything that wants to sustain itself to provide even a minimum amount of security. So, yeah, there would be like a small rock, wood mixture, perhaps even just hides that are just kind of surround the edge of your um, of your tiny settlement. Well, in that case, I would say close the door. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, because if I... If I Sorry, run out we're the- not home. <laughs> If if we try to run out of the um, village and already see them coming and they already see the village, I don't believe that they would take the bait and follow me back into like anywhere into the forest. The forest. Yeah, because I don't mm-hmm. think they're after me. They're generally after my people. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. So I, I would shout to someone, quickly close the gates. We have to, <laughs> we have to defend the, uh, the wall from here. Get archers right, on the wall. Right. I don't know if that's even a possibility with this kind of wall. <laughs> no, not so much, but they could definitely climb the buildings okay. um, and shoot from there. Okay. Um, so those um, those of your village companions that would be proficient with the bow, they quickly like make their way to the top of the building as mm. the butcher and the blacksmith, they just rush over and between the pair of them, they manage to close this gate just as this horde of UNT and non-Kino just to rush at you and you see the doors begin to like throw back and forth you see some of the arrows that are being shot from the archers just making their way in and you can hear some of them definitely impact on creatures as you hear screams and cries of pain some of them much higher than you would expect from something like a UNT it's definitely probably one of the smaller ones that are here and then you hear that very guttural roar of a creature in pain 
and it's just surrounding your village. Uh, do you and Tia are surrounding the entire village? They're mostly at the front where the where you basically drew them in. Okay. <laughs> and they're kind of just around like the, that part of the edge of the town. So like one half of the town is not surrounded yet, but they will be very soon. Mm-hmm. That, um, where am I at this point? I'm, a stand, I'm standing behind the wall, I assume, right? I'm just... <laughs> Yeah, I think if you got to like where the door was so that you could draw them through the forest, you'd be able to see them coming. So yeah, but then I, I backed up through the door and told them to close the gate, so I'm behind the door. Yeah. Right. Um, yep. There's nothing I can... <laughs> I'm a close-range person. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Um, you see them beginning to like beat on this kind of like the part of the wall where the door is, and you see some of the wood begin to crack and you see some of it begin to bend inwards. And as you look into the forest, you see even more than those that you had originally spotted begin to like funnel their way towards you all. Oh, so there's more than I saw originally than that group? Yes. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> shit. Mm. I'm not good at this kind of warfare. Mm. <laughs> also, why am I in charge right now? <laughs> <laughs> Alas, because today's the day no. that the bad things happen, I'm no. afraid. Um, the eldest of the rest of your village companions, they're a farmer, but they seem to know their way around a lot of... Diff- they've done a lot of things in their past. And you hear them shouting for everybody to get to the roofs, to everybody grab a bow and take out as many as we can. Okay. And then they turn to the small group of you that were going to be running as fast as you can to perhaps draw them away from the village. And she says... Get the children, get the children out of the forge. We'll keep them here as long as we can, and you run. We cannot hold that back long enough, but we can hold them back long enough for you. Go. I nodded him, and then I rushed back to the forge with the others. Yeah, there's like three or four of them um, with you. One of them turns around and goes back to the fight. Like, they don't need all of you here, and this is not how they want to go down. And a lot, you can hear screams and cries, and you can hear the wall finally break and collapse behind you as you make it to the forge. You see the half a dozen children and the three people that are here in the forge. You can see them holding pokers and holding the blacksmith's hammer very ineptly, but they would do what they could. And the three of them look at you as the six children stare at you. Liel and Leok rush over to you and stand in front of you and just look at you wide eyed. Mama, Mama, what are we gonna do? It's it's going to be all right. We're we're going to get out of here. We have to get out of here. Um, I'm going to look at the um, other uh, people that that were with the children, and I'm going to say, um, pick up uh, everyone. Pick up a chi- uh, one of the kids, and and we have to get out of the village. Um, okay, Mama. Um, and you see that your two kids they rush over and they grab the smallest one, like. They're trying to help best that they can as they pick up like, <laughs> oh, one of the smaller not. ones. And they also like rush off like out the back and they look at you like holding this kid between them. <laughs> they're going to be slow doing this. <laughs> Clearly an adult is going to need to step in and break this up, but they're trying. Um, as the others around you just kind of like rush over and like pick everyone up. It's like, sorry, kids, we don't have time for this. Yes. Um, and one of the women says, it's okay. I know a place There's there's a river just south of here if we can make it there and cross that maybe they won't be able to sense us that's good let's do that yes okay okay <laughs> so and I assume I'm gonna pick, pick up the smallest one and I'm gonna be to the other children like no you you have to <laughs> we don't have time for this you um <laughs> <laughs> are, are my, ch- my kids the actually the, you. the el- el- eldest kids um, of kind of the group that are here, yes. Um, like they're not they're not teenagers by any stretch of the imagination. Mm. They're still like uh, like they're not I think, teenagers. Oh, think we said but every eight all years the other old. kids around here are much younger. Yeah, I think we said between six and eight years old, somewhere like that. Yeah, that's mm. right. Yeah. yeah, like the rest of them are pretty are pretty small in comparison to your kids. Um, so I'm I'm going that, to tell the uh, Liel and Liok help. I'm just going to look at one of the other people that's in the room that cannot properly walk or something, like one of those that stayed <laughs> stayed yeah, with the kids. Yeah, the, the elder yeah. one that you spoke with, yeah. Hel- help that one instead. Okay, Mama. Mama, yeah. 
and the pair of them like rush over and they they grab their hands and they they kind of like do the kid thing where they put the hands in the small of their back and like do that running after thing like it's not helping <laughs> but at least they're doing something um as Liao and Liok kind of help the, uh, the the elderly one out and she nods gracefully at you that she can at least you know make them feel useful if nothing else and the group of you make your way to the edge of the village it's not difficult the walls aren't the sturdiest in the world a construction of like I said before like hides and wood and some stones here and there Mm. and it's very easy for the lot of you to climb over you hear shouts and cries from behind you more of those guttural shouts from the UNT dying more of those shouts and cries from the others dying there but interestingly enough you don't hear cries of pain from your village mates they seem confused and they're shouting at you they're shouting something at you so can I make you roll a perception check for me, please? Of course. Perception. Oh, 11. But their words are completely lost on the wind. You can't hear them over the sheer hubbub of the death and the noise and the sound of pounding feet as they begin to chase after you. You make your way down towards the river and it becomes very obvious that as you look back, as you run for minutes and minutes the children are getting tired the adults are getting tired you're probably the fittest and strongest of them all as you look back you can see the horde of whatever it is this strange mixture of an army making its way towards you it's following you and your group as you can see the archers and as you look up very quickly you can see the archers up on top of the roofs of your houses and at a quick count they've lost no one you mean the, the um, tabaxi uh, archers? Correct. None of your tabaxi village mates have been harmed. Hmm. I think they're coming after us. We have to. We have to. We have to be quick. We have to get out of here quickly. Get over the river. Okay. See, the river's down here. And your two elder children just grab the lady and they pull her down towards the river. Mm-hmm. The sides are very steep, they're very slippery. The water is cold and quick and rushing towards the sea. You can't see it, but you know where it is going. There is a tiny platform, a rope that extends across, and it has been tied to it. A ferry? With a little effort. Yes. Ah, okay. You could put people on it and pull them across or send them across. You could easily pull this rope and the platform in the water could be pulled across but there isn't room for all of you. Can I fit, um, like how many can I, like, uh, would it need two? Like how many, um, what's Do you think that you could probably, um, like do the pulling yourself? It would obviously be quicker with more of you because the strain would be less, mm. but you can probably fit like four people on this. And how many people are in my group right now? There like are six, six kids. children yeah. and six adults. Oops, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I already see them behind me? Yeah. Oh. Like the village is off in the distance now. You've managed to run quite a long way, but you can just see this horde making its way towards you and they are gaining ground. Mm. When you say four people, is that two uh, for uh, adults, or could that be two adults and four it, children? It would be, yes, that could be a thing. Okay. Um, it would be four adults, yes. Or, wait, two, uh, I could do three adults and three children twice. Yes, that would be, uh... <laughs> yes, I could allow this. <laughs> I would allow this, Cassie. <laughs> I'm math. I can math. I can math. <laughs> I could totally math. Also, one of the children is very small. <laughs> yeah. They can One of the children is a baby in arms, yeah. like give or take. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you could fit four children, <laughs> three <laughs> three adults, but one of the children has to be a baby. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so I'm gonna um uh tell them to ship one group over. Mm-hmm. And Wait, those six adults, the, is including me or without me? That includes you. Okay. Um, so the elderly yeah. lady gets on with uh, the very small kit in her arms. Um, two of the uh, runners that were with you, they also get on, on board um, and they gather as many of the children as you want. 
Now here's the question, Kessie. Are you sending your kits across first? Yes, I think so. Okay. Your kits climb on board. And two others also climb aboard. <laughs> or is that too selfish? So you are left with... <laughs> <laughs> Mike, it's first. I can make delay. I can make this. I can make this super easy. Liel and Lyok refuse to go without Mama. Okay. So gonna fight. With I think me. it's that simple. Okay. <laughs> we can help you, Mama. And you can see them like grabbing the rope, and they push the other kids on. So it's essentially you two other adults and uh, your two kits and the two kits are already trying to pull the rope as they're trying to be useful <laughs> and helpful they're so cute <laughs> L- Leok is the one that tends to speak the most and they're the most active but Liel is that calming presence that Leok really needs mm-hmm. and they just kind of go over and they work together one manically pulling and the other one just kind of like guiding the rope a little so that the, gu- the the journey of those on the ferry is not so rough and you see them kind of doing that but they're they're so small Kessie <laughs> <laughs> they're so small Tauri so yeah they're, they're trying their best and the two other adults go over this and this is a and, mama and, and children and bonding moment <laughs> leave us alone yeah <laughs> We're bonding over saving people. Calm down. (laughs) (laughs) So the ferry makes it over and you see that the horde is now coming much, much, much closer. That ferry might make it back, but you will never make it across. Mm, How many people are still with me? Three adults. No, two adults. Three. Two adults? Two other adults and and your two kids. My kids. However. Yeah. Even if you had managed to pull this very fast, the reason I didn't make you roll is because it doesn't matter. In the moment that the ferry bumps up against the side of the bank of the river, and you see the UNT and the small creature next to it leering down at you, the ground shakes. No. I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Dexterity saving. 15. I need to roll for your kits. Oh no. Oh no. Well, ironically, they rolled exactly the same. <laughs> My kids. <laughs> Not Ladies the same as Mama, but they stayed the same as each other. <laughs> so. Well, they're so twins. cute. <laughs> they're so cute. <laughs> but was it good? No. Oh, um. no. <laughs> Stand your ground, children. The ground shakes, and it shakes so hard that you fall to the ground face first. No. You hear the slipping and the sliding of the two adults as one of them falls into the water. The other one face plants into the side of the bank and is momentarily stunned as they try and pull themselves out of the edge of the water. Your kits also hit the ground. One of them falls into the pole which the ferry is attached to and you hear a cry of pain. And as you look up from your position on the ground, you see the UNT jumping down to where you are. You see the smaller creatures also jumping down. You can see them much, much closer now. They have very big eyes, have slightly pointy ears like an elf, but they're too small from that description to be that. And as you see them look at you, they smile and they reach out for the little ones. I try to... And then you hear them can I try, try to... out to the rest of the team. Oh. Can I try to get up and um, t- tackle them? Body slam them? <laughs> you absolutely can attempt to, to, to body slam and tackle the nearest uh, small small sentient creature. From, from my pr- position on the ground, like just dash at them and ram them in the, like with the side of my body out of the way so they cannot yeah, find my kids. It, it takes half of your movement to stand up, but you do manage to rush forward. I'm just going to say, yeah, you can absolutely bowl this one down. The first one who dare lay their hands upon your kids just goes spinning out of the way as the blood rain begins to pour down upon you. As you look around, you recognize this, an event that happened maybe 36-ish days ago. Who knows? At least one full moon cycle. And it makes everything super slippery. Some of the UNT and the creatures that are coming down for your kits just jump and slide. Some of them land in the water and you hear them cries of pain as they get swept downwards you hear the people on the other side of the bank crying and just shouting in absolute fear and panic and you hear your two little ones panically crying out for their mama but you see them being grabbed and they're getting pulled away 
uh, by what? Uh, UNT or like into the water? Yeah, this A. Let's say there's a UNT for each. Oh, um, are they within my? Uh, uh, can I, in my reach? Can I try to dash over to at least one of them and uh, slam them, slash them? You something? can absolutely, yeah. You can absolutely like. From your position, even though the the rain is coming down and the floor is super slippery, it's not. That's that's not gonna stop a mother's rage. No. As you make your way over to the one. I don't give a shit about the rain right now. My kids. Yeah. Fuck. Fuck the blood rain. <laughs> don't give a shit. As you rush over and you manage to like tackle into this one, but another one reaches out. A smaller one reaches out. Another full-grown yonti reaches out and grabs them from you. No. Uh. And then you feel a smack in the back of your head. No. And you are knocked unconscious. You wake up a few hours later. You aren't where you were. You're still covered in blood rain. You're still covered in scratches and grazes. You're still covered in mud. But you're not at the edge of this river that you were near. The ferry is nowhere to be seen. There is no one else to be seen in this forest that you find yourself. Ahead of you, you see a slight heat haze, a shimmer in the air. You know this to be the rend that is near your village. Do I recognise the area? And sitting at the bottom. Yeah, it's an area very near to your village. It is the thing that your village avoids at all costs. Oh, no. Coming here is considered bad luck but you being a hunter a ranger of this village you know it's because this rend in the air leads to a dark place creatures that roam here don't come back the same they come up possessed by dark spirits or creatures that you've never seen before come through and you're sitting now lying whatever you wish looking at this and just below it you see that there is a creature with long ears. It's kind of fluffy, yellowy, kind of gingery, orangey fur with spots of white all over it. One ear pointing up, one down. As you see what can only be termed as a gigantic bunny. <laughs> no. Its eyes are swirls of orange and green as it looks down at you. And for now, it's just staring. What do you want to do? Uh, am I aware of like these uh, uh, these creatures? Have I ever come across any of them? You haven't, like in a, in a sense that I know that they mm, are sentient or can communicate. Yes, you would know that this. Yeah, you would know that the creatures that come back often display signs of sentience, and you swear, you swear that you've heard some of them speak. And this one is looking at you intently, patiently even. Where am I? Where are my kids? Why am I here? <laughs> You're here because I will you to be here. What what do you mean? <laughs> I saw what happened to your village. I saw where those creatures went. They destroyed my favorite things, my friends, my spores, my influence. Then why didn't you help us? If they if they destroyed something that belonged to you, why did you just watch while they <laughs> took my the people from my village? One like this, <laughs> possessing a form that can help takes time. And vengeance will be mine. <laughs> Don't you worry. But you are strong and have spirit and can tread where I cannot. What do you mean? If you can see where my village was, how... You can... I can see all with my children. And you see in the darkness now, just strange reflections off of eyes, creatures that you've become aware are now looking at you from the undergrowth. And as one, they blink and disappear. What? What are you? <laughs> what are you? I'm a tabaxi. 
I'm a mother. <laughs> I am. Um, I want my kids no, back. <laughs> I need to find my I kids. Want vengeance for what they have done. Perhaps we can work together. What? Do you know where they went? Can you show me I... where they went? I can show you where I think they are going. They spoke of the forge. So I will be able to show you that. And you can go check it out for us. Fine. If you can show me where ah, they went. There is small price for this. What do you want? Help. With what? Ensuring <laughs> that I will always have a place here. That I and my children will be left alone. My spores, my beings. You will not harm or hunt us more. We never hunted you. You have hunted mine. And you see reflections of creatures much higher up, the reflections of their eyes, things that you would recognise as uh, deer or game or so much of such that you would have hunted. I... I can help you with your farming. You leave my family alone. You go find yours and you get revenge. I... I cannot make promises for anyone else in my village, but I can make promises for myself. Would you see to it that those of your village would heed your words, however, if you were to present them? If I can save them? If... if you can help me save them? If... if they are un, all unharmed and we can get them back, I can negotiate with them. We can find a way. Hmm. Step forward. And they lift like one of their paws from the position where they've just been resting up a little bit and turn it towards you so that you can reach out to them. I I imagine that she's been kneeling on the ground the whole time because she just woke up and face down. <laughs> so, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> uh, Tauri gets up and... Um, Steps forward. Uh, is it is it is the creature putting the paw down so like in a manner that um, it wants like a handshake or something? Paw shake. Yeah, kind of, <laughs> very much so. Yeah, like a paw shake. Yeah. <laughs> I um, tentatively stretch out my hand, but I don't put it on the on the paw yet. I look the creature in the face, and you really know. Where they took, where where they where they are. You're sure. I can show you. Show me where they were talking about. Show me what you can, uh, what you, what you're willing to disclose. Convince me. Take a persuasion check. Uh, you have ginormous balls. <laughs> I'm a mom. Twelve uh, persuasion. <laughs> my 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 persuade. Oh, pers uh, persuasion. There it is. Oh, that's not no, good. No, it's also twelve. <laughs> the forge of the world. Nobody knows where that is except for few. How do I know I can trust you? How do I know I can trust you with my power and that when you return, you will not just slaughter us all. I am willing to trust for my kin. Are you? I am. I will do everything for my kids and my people. Then we are the same in this. And I put my hand, my paw on his paw, her paw, its paw, their paw, their paw. My God. 
<laughs> that pour is fine. <laughs> As your paws uh, touch, as they connect, you feel a strange sensation through your blood, as if every part of it, every water molecule in it, just suddenly ignites in fire. And your eyes roll back, and you see a giant forge underground. You see flame from a creature that is just myth and legend. You see a giant two-headed creature suspended, not moving nearby. You see that there is what looks like a drow standing there, looking at the forge, it being manned by more races that don't come from Kino, and yet some that are. A true mix here, all wearing small black onyx pins. You also see a pen nearby. Crudely constructed wooden pen, and within it there are a score of people, maybe 20. Your two kits amongst them. And then... Your eyes roll back into place and you're staring at the bunny once again. Where is this place? That place is in the centre of the wastes of Deseramu. Do I know what that is? The wastes of Deseramu are the name of the really big-ass, uninhabitable desert at the centre of Kino. Crossing it is dangerous. Everybody goes around it. Not much is known about the centre of this, except that a lot of UNT live here. That there is something magical about the place and also exceptionally, exceptionally dangerous. Ma'am? Ma'am, do you... Excuse me, do you have a moment? Uh, hello, my my name is Tauri. I'm, I'm looking for my kids. They look sort of like me, but about this size I'm not sure where they are I, I lost them have they maybe come through here by any chance no oh if you see any kids like that around here could you maybe drop me an email um yes uh, the lucky die podcast all one word at gmail.com yes thank you any leads would be much appreciated thank you for your time excuse me do you have a moment I'm looking for my kids yeah, there's two of them. Have they maybe come through here by any chance? No? Oh. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.